Harris, Anson, Stanley, and Union Counties. Severe thunderstorms are expected to move through the area within the next hour. Rainfall of 1 to 3 inches is anticipated, creating the potential for flash flooding. Atmospheric conditions are favorable for the development of tornadoes. Stay tuned to this station for further updates. Beep, beep, beep. I tightened my grip on the wheel and goosed my speed to 75. Risky in a 65-mile-an-hour zone, but I wanted to reach home before the deluge. Moments later, Terry was interrupted again, this time by a muted whoop-whoop. My eyes flicked to the radio. Whoop. Feeling stupid, I checked the rearview mirror. A police cruiser was riding my bumper. Annoyed, I pulled to the shoulder and lowered my window. When the cop approached, I held out my license. Dr. Temperance Brennan? Looking somewhat worse for wear. I beamed what I hoped was a winning smile. Johnny Law did not beam back. That won't be necessary, indicating my license. Puzzled, I looked up at the guy. He was mid-twenties, slim, with an infant mustache that appeared to be going nowhere. A badge on his chest said, R. Warner. The Concord Police Department received a request from the Mecklenburg County Medical Examiner to intercept and divert you. Larrabee sent the cops to find me? Yes, ma'am. When I arrived at the recovery site, you'd left. Why didn't he call me directly? Apparently he couldn't get through. Of course not. While digging... I'd locked my iPhone in the car to protect it from sand. My phone is in the glove compartment. No need to alarm Officer Warner. I'm going to take it out? Yes, ma'am. The numbers on the little screen indicated three missing calls from Larrabee, three messages. I listened to the first. Long story, which I'll share when you're back. The Concord PD received a report of a body at the Moorhead Road landfill. Chapel Hill wants us to handle it. I'm elbow deep in an autopsy. Since you're in the area, I hoped you could swing by to check it out. Joe Hawkins is diverting that way with a van just in case they've actually got something for us. The second message was the same as the first. Ditto the third, but more terse. It ended with the inducement... You're a champ, Tempe. A landfill in a storm? The champ was suddenly not so chipper. Ma'am, we should hurry. The rain won't hold off much longer. Lead on. I could not have said this with less enthusiasm. Warner returned to his cruiser, whoop-whooped, then pulled into traffic. Inwardly cursing Larrabee, Warner, and the landfill... I palm-slapped the gear shift and followed. Traffic on I-85 was unusually heavy for Thursday mid-afternoon. As we approached Concord, I could see that the Bruden-Smith Boulevard exit ramp was a parking lot and realized what a nightmare this little detour of Larrabee's would be. The Moorhead Road landfill is back-fence neighbor to the Charlotte Motor Speedway, a major stop on the NASCAR circuit. Races would be held there this weekend and next. Local print and broadcast coverage was extensive. 
Even I knew that tomorrow's qualifying would determine which lucky drivers made the cut for Saturday's All-Star race. 200,000 avid fans would pour into Charlotte for race week. Looking at the sea of SUVs, campers, pickups, and sedans, I guessed that many had already hit town. Warner rode the shoulder. I followed, ignoring the hostile glares of those cemented in the logjam. Lights flashing, we snaked through the bedlam on Bruton Smith Boulevard, past the dragway, the dirt track, and a zillion fast food joints. On the sidelines, the tattooed and tank-topped carried babies, six-packs, coolers, and radios. Vendors sold souvenirs from folding tables beneath improvised tents. Warner looped the surrealistic geometry of the speedway itself, made several turns, then rolled to a stop outside a small structure whose siding might once have been blue. Beyond the building,